Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number seven. I'm your host, Terry, here, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys, what's going on? All right, so today we're going to talk about three different uh, questions that we get frequently from our clients or, um, you know, just people who come in and have questions about fitness. They usually ask us um, what we should have pre-workout in terms of eating, so meal, so there's not supplements, and then post-workout, what you should be having. And then we're also going to talk about cardio. Should you do it before or after your workout or when you should even do cardio at all? And then the last one is we're going to discuss about higher like higher, higher reps. Yeah. Higher reps and lower weight and uh, lower weight and less reps. Yeah. So if you're burning fat, should you use less, high, yeah, so less you use, weight, yeah, less, less weight, weight more reps. reps. And if you're building muscle, should you use more weight and lower reps? It's like a tongue twister. It's like a tongue twister, I know. All right, so the first um, thing we're going to talk about is pre-workout meal, um, what you should be eating. So, Malcolm, what do you usually have for breakfast or lunch, whenever you work out? Well, not Pop-Tarts anymore. Not Pop-Tarts. My man used to eat two Pop-Tarts and then just drink pre-workout and starts working out. All that sugar. It was ready, too. It was ready. So, uh, so not that anymore. Now... Um, like I said, like I uh, talked about before, it depends. Um, it could be, well, most of the time, honestly, it's it's something more along the lines of like a fruit. So like, I like bananas um, with a with a uh, scoop of peanut with a scoop of peanut butter, like a spoonful of peanut butter. That's one thing I like as a go-to. I used to have like 20, 20 minutes before, fifteen minutes before I work out. Um, that's one thing that you know I feel like works for me. Um, that's like a you know that's on a you know on a if I'm rushing level. Uh, if I have something, if I have something I can eat that I can actually take time to eat it, whatever you know, that that's usually like eggs with oatmeal and have some blueberries in there as well. Um, I usually have like you know six eggs or so like three. Six eggs. Six eggs. <laughs> yes, Terry. Six eggs. That's, six. Not, that's not a lot of eggs, Terry. For not you, like, I guess. That's not a lot of eggs. I've had twelve six before. I've had twelve. Yeah, before. you, Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Ronnie Coleman <laughs> cracking 24 eggs in a pan. In a pan. <laughs> just scramble eggs, 24 eggs for breakfast. <laughs> no, I, uh, I used to have six eggs, uh, three white and then three whole um, with um, some oatmeal. Oh, maybe. so you don't have the whole egg? Uh, no, no, I don't have the egg. Not all the time. No, oh, okay. Um, and then I'll have um, maybe I'll have avocado with toast. Maybe I'll have like uh, oatmeal with, um, with uh, some milk in there or some uh, blueberries. Uh, that's if I have time. If I don't have any much, have, have much time, then usually it's uh, on the lines of like peanut butter with. with uh, you can have Chipotle and digest in ten minutes and work out. <laughs> yeah, normally I eat really, I eat really close to the time I work out. If I gotta work out at three, I'll eat at like two forty-five. <laughs> yeah, my man, we're just eating. You'll be eating his food and warm up at the same time. <laughs> World's greatest stretch while he puts a, a piece of a burrito in his mouth. <laughs> Arms up, arms up, and put it right in the mouth. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm all fueled up. Uh, but all right, so uh, what I usually have in yeah, terms what you, of what do you usually have to uh, pre-workout, uh, not pre-workout. Sorry, pre-workout <laughs> meal. Um, we'll talk about supplements in the next podcast. Um, but what I usually have in terms of pre-workout meal is a shake. Uh, cookies and cream shake. That's what Malcolm calls it. <laughs> it doesn't look just like cookies and cream. It's like white. It has a little black chunk in there that looks like like chocolate. Yeah, I guess. And, I it's, mean, and it's thick. It was like cookies and cream. Yeah, it looks I mean, good. I'm not gonna lie. It, looks it, really it good. tastes great. Uh, shout out to PE Science, sponsor this podcast, please. Um, but I use their product and it's great. It tastes good. 
Um, is it pea protein? It's not. No, it's not pea protein. <laughs> what do you think? I'm vegan? <laughs> no, it's not pea protein. It's regular whey isolate protein with concentrate. Uh, so it's a mix. But as you have that shake um, in the morning, if I know I'm in a rush and I'm working out right away, I have that shake in my car and I come here and work out. I got you. But um, if I have time, uh, usually a bigger meal, just like Malcolm said, uh, eggs with some type of sandwich on the side with turkey, ham, whatever it may be, uh, and bread and avocado on top of it. So uh, if you're having a pre-workout meal, uh, what I do recommend is having some protein with that pre-workout meal because you don't want to have too much carbs because then you'll have that, uh, what we call it, just like insulin spike. insulin spike, right? So you can have a rush of energy and then right after you warm up, you're gonna just fall asleep on the mat <laughs> because <laughs> cause you're gonna feel so tired. You do one set of, of, of hinges and you're like, oh, I'm sleepy. Girl. Yeah, I'm sleepy. Yeah, yeah, so just make sure you have uh, protein within your meal. Um, so what I recommend is probably half the amount of protein uh, in comparison to carbs. So if you have 50 gram of carbs, have 25 gram of protein in order to counterbalance that uh, insulin spike. I got you. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, uh, I will say this, that I've had, you know, pizza, two slices of pizza before or that before. And I, my man eats pizza and pop tarts. Don't don't follow his strategy. <laughs> what type I, of train are you? <laughs> so I've had this before. We talked about this before in the podcast. You you literally said verbatim in the podcast about the diet. You said you I thought like you can have anything you want as long as as long as it fits your goals. Uh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, and depending on your metabolism, for yeah. you it's uh, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> So I've had two lines of pizza before. I remember one time we were here at work and like they had brought pizza in and we all ate we all had pizza before and then it was right on time but before I worked out and it and it was perfect and I just it literally like had so much energy. I obviously got super hungry once the workout was over. I was starving. Um so I mean for me it worked. Right. Um, it was a very high amount of protein. I didn't feel any kind of crash. I just felt like I was like ready to like run through a brick wall. I felt felt great. Um I suppose to when I've had eggs with avocado um, with the toast, then you know that energy does last longer. I so don't. You, have a, you don't have a crash. You never get carb crashes. No, no, right. not really. So yeah, it, it really depends if you have um, um, you, you genetically if you can uh, digest carbs better. Because some people could digest carbs poorly. So if you do digest carbs poorly, what I do recommend is having uh, some type of fat as a fuel source. So having more eggs, having more avocado, um, you know, even butter on a toast mm-hmm. uh, that'll probably help just, just adding fat into that uh, pre-workout meal for uh, longer lasting energy instead okay. of just having carbs that makes sense yeah makes sense. I got you, I got you. Mm-hmm. um so like what do you what do you normally have as like a post as like a uh, you know like a post-workout meal my shake your shake my protein again? shake yeah when I first uh, what again you have two you have two <laughs> you gotta have that you have the post-workout oh, shake yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> a minute you later a, you came as an anabolic window Terry I forgot about that no but I used to do that I'm serious like when I first started working out it's just like this bodybuilder told me like you gotta have this shake right after so I would carry my tub of protein in my duffel bag and once I'm done I take a scoop of that protein powder and my shake shake it really quick and then just drink it right you took away no time there you took no time yeah at all that's you're, funny you can lose that muscle if you don't have that shake right yeah no no <laughs> but we're just kidding it's, um, it's, it's it's a joke. It's definitely uh, not. A, it's not true. You yeah, know, yeah. You have some time at the especially if you're fairly new to working out. You have some time. Yep. Um, How long do you have? Uh, mm, Seventy up to seventy-two hours. Seventy-two say. hours. Yeah. Um, Thirty. So some people say, 
from a range of 30 minutes to 72 hours. That's a big range. That's a huge range. <laughs> That's a huge range. Where am I supposed to start? <laughs> so we just recommend, like, after your workout, I think what we both recommend is, like, if you're hungry, try to get something in you. But if you're busy and you have to get something done, go get it done first and then yeah. eat, eat your yeah. food as soon as you can. Yeah. The sooner the better, right? But don't get into the mindset of, I need to have it right after or else I'm going to lose my muscle. You're not. Yeah, you're not. It's not going to happen. Honestly, like, um, like when it comes to pre-workout, I mean, uh, post-workout, like a shake, it's mainly used for convenience. It's super convenient, you know, like if you don't have time to yeah. make a meal or, you know, go home and cook, yeah, yeah. then the uh, the protein shake is just whatever convenience. You just have that right away. That's right. Like Especially for us as trainers, like, we usually cut it close when we're finished with our workouts and then we have our clients right afterwards. So we would just have a shake, like, during our session. You know, we just sip on that while we train our clients. Exactly. Right? That, makes, that so, makes, yeah. makes a little more sense. Yep. So if you're on a go, you know, protein shakes are great. What do you have as far as meal-wise? Meal? Um, very simple. Seen, I haven't physically seen you drink a shake recently, so that's why I'm asking. Oh, you. I haven't had shakes in a while because I've just been having meals. Uh, now I've been having shakes more at night if I'm hungry. So, like, uh, right now it's 10 o'clock at night and we're doing this podcast. So, you know, 11 o'clock if I'm still awake um, and I'm hungry, I'll have a regular protein shake. And you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll mix cereal in it. So, I'll, I'll do the shake. With milk, and then I'll put some cereal in there. You put cereal in the blender? Uh, no, not in the blender, in a shake. So I was like, or I pour it into a bowl. Oh. So I do like protein, uh, protein milk, you know, with the and, powder and, and, and. in the bowl, and then that's the base, and then you put in cereal. <laughs> so you get your carbs. You're playing me about, about Pop Tarts, and you're talking about cereal. <laughs> cereal is not bad, as long as you have the right one, all right? Okay, I got you. What kind do you have, Terry? Um, which one do I have? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No, not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, Lucky Charms? I forgot which one I have. It has like almonds in it, so it's good. Right, if it has almonds in it, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> almonds in it, it's good. Yeah, that's it. That's an indication if it's healthy. No, it's almonds in it. But usually for post-workout, I have uh, like something simple. It's a carbohydrate source, protein, and your veggies. Okay. And then that's it. I think people try to complicate things way too much. They... They want to have the fancy food or they want to have delicious food so yeah they they go into the restaurants and have that instead mm-hmm. uh, so just keep it simple have carbohydrate source protein source and greens or like different color vegetables okay that's you. all you need makes sense i got yeah. you um same with me as well i usually have some kind of like protein some kind of carb after right. i work out you right. know, uh, with the veggies as well yeah um been tough lately with the veggies, but I've been I've been trying to fit those in there. I've yeah, been, yeah, yeah. You know, but if you you know, like we can talk about supplements again, but that's why some people put in like a multivitamin in their diet because sometimes they necessarily don't have the source for uh, for the veggies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but all that or a all green that, supplement or green supplement, yeah. yeah. But all, all that depends. Um, but yeah, same keep same with me. Keep it pretty simple. Um, sometimes I'll have a protein bar. You know, if I don't have time to like have a meal or have the full meal you know if I uh-huh. just have something really fast right then there if I have a client coming in uh-huh. I have something small small like that just to eat right away it takes right, me right. a couple minutes to eat it and then yeah. later on that day I'll have the full meal you know when I have okay. time you know? yeah I mean yeah um, if I don't have time uh, it will be a yogurt and then some type of fruit so yeah. carb protein yeah right? it's very simple yeah um, and then that's all you need yeah, yeah. I don't think you really need fat um, right after your workout but if there's fat on and on your meal is fine. Don't tell Jared uh, that. But, <laughs> hey, I'm not keto, so it doesn't matter. Right? So, uh, carbs and protein, I'll say, is the main two um, 
requirements for your post-workout meal. If you have fat in there, uh, it's good. Mm -hmm. If not, try to get just get carbs and protein. Okay. Uh, some people just think it's, you need just need protein, but you definitely need carbs as well. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and uh, after your workouts, what do you? How do you? So how do you feel about uh, you know when you're working out and you have someone come up to you and say, you know, hey Terry, what's better? Is it better to do lower weight and higher reps, or is it better to do uh, less weight? Uh, less less uh, less reps and more weight. Um, depending on their goals. Exactly. Depending hey. on their goals. It's, it's, <laughs> it all depends. Right. Like everything in fitness, the answer is it depends. Like anything you ask in fitness, <laughs> the answer is it depends. There's no one answer to everything. There's right? no one is everything. It all depends. It really does. It's yeah. true. That's very true. That's, like that's the first thing I say to any question that my clients ask me. Oh, uh, what what is this this and this? Oh well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> you can't go wrong if you answer, if you answer that way. They're like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to get stronger, you're not gonna get stronger doing higher reps, lower weight. Yeah. Like okay. no matter how hard you try, yeah. you know, you'll never find your true potential of strength. Uh, so my definition of strength is the most amount of weight you could lift. Right. So other people have different uh, meaning of strength, but. General strength, right? The most amount of weight you can lift for a specific exercise. It doesn't have to be uh, the main three lifts, deadlift, squat, bench, mm -hmm. but just a specific exercise with the most amount of weight you could lift uh, for three to eight reps, right? So if you're doing 20 reps, you're never gonna find that three to eight rep range. Yeah. You're never working in that range, and you were always working with a load or a weight that's in the higher rep range. Yeah, right? so, like, so if you're doing something for strength, and you do three reps, or you're supposed to do three reps or something, or this is supposed to be like, like uh, something they call maybe like, a, for example, make it a little complicated, but like a plus set. If you're supposed to do five plus, mm. and you hit, you know, you hit 12, it's like, eh, you know, it means that the weight was a little too light, you know. Right. It's one of the things where you, three, th three to five reps, or maybe even eight reps is like one of where you start to see like that strength gain happen. Um, those, that's the range of, for strength. The low, the higher you go in reps, whatever, that's when you start to get like, you know, people start talking about building a little bit of muscle as far as hypertrophy. Um, not yeah. to say, not to say that either one of these, neither one is built, one builds muscle um, and one doesn't. They right. each build muscle, but one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think to answer your question is, you want to be in that. You know, the reason why people say you have to be in a ten to twelve rep range to build muscle and three or four sets is because during that time is pretty much. The uh, time and attention that your muscle needs, exactly. like the amount of reps needed for that muscle to actually stimulate. Yeah. So if you're only doing one rep, your muscle is actually not being put under time and attention, mm -hmm. and it's not being stressed upon. Yeah. I think about uh, powerlifters who only do one rep, three reps, right? Yeah. Different from bodybuilders who do eight to twelve reps. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes even, you know, twenty reps is more for like the blood pump and like you know getting just get the gain the muscle inflated. I think you, I think you're really not doing much if you hit twenty of, of anything. Either. Yeah, twenty reps, like. Uh, I mean, 20 reps, I would say more for your accessory movements. Yeah. And maybe you're doing like flies, you know, lateral raises. Yeah. Then 20 reps is appropriate. But my main goal for any client is is try to get them stronger in every single movement. I don't care if you're doing bicep curl. You want to get as strong as you can mm -hmm. doing bicep curls and try to work your way up to 
curl 100 pounds, but for most of us, that's impossible. <laughs> unless you're taking steroids or taking some type of uh, supplement. Or unless you're Rafe. <laughs> unless you're Rafe, uh, Malcolm's friend, who wants 22 inch arms. Yeah, send me a picture when that happens. Right? I, told, I told him to send me a picture. He sent me a message on Instagram. <laughs> and I said, send me a picture when that happens. So um, I want to see this too. I want to see it. That'd be awesome. So yeah, like I think for any movements, try to get as strong as possible and try to incorporate uh, different rep ranges. Okay. So, if you're burning fat, it doesn't mean you have to do lower rep, uh, lower weight, more reps. True. The only reason why people say that is because you know they you're getting. That, they think it, that they're getting this like muscle burn. Well, yeah, like, and your heart rate is going higher because yeah, exactly. you're doing more reps, so yeah. it, they think you're burning fat, which yeah, you're not. Which you're really not. Yeah. You both both is is better. Like you. You want to build strength when you're, if you want to burn fat, if you want to lose weight, you know, right. build, building muscle and as, as well as working those accessory movements, is also, right. both of them are important. You know? Yeah, so a good program should always have, I think, every single rep range in there. Exactly. So you start off with your lower rep range, you know, with strength, build strength, and then you work your way up to higher rep uh, ranges okay. for accessory movements. So that's why I think you should have, when you're looking at a program, looking at a trainer who's writing your program, yeah. uh, I think you have all different rep ranges. Because yep. if you're just working always in three to five reps, you're not gonna get stronger. So you always wanna you know, challenge yourself, stimulate uh, different parts of your nervous system and be able to just make your body adapt to different stimulus. Yeah, that's another way when I look at your nervous system. So your nervous system has to like be challenged all the time. You know, if you look at it as like, you know, always doing 10 reps, 10 reps, 10 reps, 10 reps, yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 by 10, 3 by 10, 3 by 10. <laughs> <laughs> if you see 3 sets of 10 on everything for a workout, you go change the trainer. <laughs> that trainer is not always doing Pay attention. If he says 3 sets of 10 on every single thing yeah. that you guys do, you need to fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. You need to move on. You yeah. need to move on this training. You need to find somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you see that all the time, it's not training different energy systems. Energy systems, the body is going through not changing stimulus. The body's not being challenged. Right. So right. you look at you know you look at okay, think about okay, just three sets of something. Everybody does that. Everybody says three by ten. That's right. like ninety percent of the people who come to the gym. I mean, if you're starting off three sets of ten, it's okay. I mean, if you're learning movements, you know, yeah. it's fine. But once you get to a point where you've been lifting for a while, you've been doing the same thing, you don't want to do three sets of ten. Change it up. For example, do four sets of. Uh, 15. If you if you Ooh, feel like comfortable that. with that, four sets of 15, then we drop down three sets of 12, right? So now I'm doing heavier weight with, um, what is it? Uh, lower reps. Lower reps, less right? Sets too. And less sets too. So, so that way the volume isn't as strenuous, yeah. uh, you know, to the body. But at the same time, we get to work with this newer load that we uh, haven't worked with before. For sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like I like that, you know? I like that. And then, you know, you also can, you can, you can change up the variations, um, you know, like there's endless amount of versions you can go into. You can go into like, right. you can do like, uh, like I like Terry, you know, you can do nine reps, then two reps, then eight yeah. reps, then three reps. If you see nine reps, it's not, not, it's a, not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be an even number. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have to be a A64, you know, <laughs> five, three, one. You know, even though yeah. it's, it's nice to see those number odd numbers or even numbers, yeah. you know, it's good to have number nine in there, number 11. Yeah. You know, it's if you see that in, in someone's program, it means you know they're really challenging the summit and just doing different rep ranges yeah exactly there doesn't the, the numbers the numbers don't necessarily matter right. it's uh, just a matter of how much you can challenge your system nervous system and then change the stimulus and everything you're doing right and total output so what i like to uh emphasize is the total amount of volume that you're putting into every workout is the amount of work being done so it doesn't matter if you're doing let's say for example we did 
three sets of ten is the same thing as doing ten sets of three. Exactly. Um, at a heavier weight, mm-hmm. right? So three sets of ten at lower weight. Um, let's say I don't know the calculation right now. So let's say we do three sets of ten at a certain weight, mm-hmm. and then we do ten sets of three at a heavier weight. Mm-hmm. But the, as long as the volume, which is the sets, the reps, and the weight, uh, it adds up mm-hmm. to the same. Gotcha. Amount it doesn't matter. You could choose either or. You could you choose know, either way. The only right. reason why people do three sets of ten is because it's a lot quicker than doing ten sets of three. Exactly. Yeah. Right, make, so. It makes it makes it makes perfect sense. I had a client. My client today. We were doing deadlifts. We did three by three by eight trap bar deadlifts. Um, and so you can tell that when he's doing it, he's very stressed out. Like his body is like has to work a lot, really hard to do it. It was relatively heavy for him. Not yeah, heavy, yeah. but heavy enough yeah yeah and you know doing three sets of uh eight reps and he's like oh man he's like winded but he doesn't but he doesn't feel the same how he feels when he does like cardio when we box right right so he doesn't feel that like super sweaty or whatever right. he just feels like you know fatigue right and he goes oh you know what am i doing this for and i want to be skinny you know i want to be yeah, yeah. Like, no, i don't want to build muscle i'm like why do you want to build muscle for you need yeah, to build muscle like right, right. you can't be you want to be skinny and then all of a sudden you're going to put the fat back on you know yeah like, yeah you want to you want to be able to build muscle you know in this you know Build muscle and strength, but then at the same time you want to do though that you know that uh, that cardio as well to just you know help steady to drop the body to drop the body weight. Mm-hmm. But you know you you can't just come in the gym and just do cardio. It's not one of those things where you just it's just sorry you just can't do that. I'm sorry. Just, right. Unless you're trying to run a marathon. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Depending on your goals, like I said, <laughs> it, depends. it depends. It all depends. Depends on your goals. Yeah. Your goals. So it, it, this leads to our next question: Should you do cardio before or after your workout? It depends. It depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> so you get that. We get that all the time. It's like, oh, when should, I, when should I do cardio? And it's like, you know, it's like, well, what are your goals? What are you looking to do? What are you looking to achieve? You know, like you said with. Uh, like Terry said, with energy output, you know, if you do cardio before, but then you have to do ten sets of three of a heavy of a heavy lift afterwards, like you're not gonna have that energy. You may you may you may only do eight sets instead of ten because you didn't have the energy because you did cardio before. You know, you did thirty minutes of cardio before, you don't have that same energy. You know, so you you wanna if your goal is to build strength or to build some kind of muscle tissue, I wouldn't suggest you do cardio before. You know, it's one of the things where it just it's the less efficient thing to do in the gym, I feel like, you know, it's not gonna, you're not gonna burn as many calories doing that, one, and then two, you know, you're gonna ruin what you have, what's most important in the gym, you know? Right, so Malcolm meaning, uh, saying that the less, less efficient thing to do with gym is because uh, when you're in the gym, you wanna try to just focus on strength training. That's your number one goal. Uh, that's what we said during our previous podcast, that when we're talking about strength training in general, um, you should always focus on strength training, so you want to put the most amount of effort into that. So, if I were to do three sets of ten, and I only got eight reps because I did cardio, and if I were not to do cardio, then I would have got three sets of ten. That's an extra four. Uh, no, I can't do math. Six reps. Six reps. Six <laughs> That's reps. extra six reps with whatever weight you just did, mm-hmm. uh, that you just uh, put uh, stimulated for your body, exactly. which is gonna you know affect the muscle tissues and. It's gonna affect long term. Yeah. You know, we're thinking about long term here, not short term. Short term, yeah, do your do your damn cardio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, you, if you're looking for a long, if you're looking for a short term goal, and then the, the you know your vacation is next week, then run run to your feet hurt. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. But if you're if you want a long term sustainable goal, and you want to have weight loss and muscle tissue build, and you want to you know still look good, then yes, you. Yeah, it's like my client today. So, so my client today, you know, that one of the Asian lady I trained, yeah, yeah. you know, all, all over across the region. <laughs> majority of it, all right. I don't have all Asian clients. <laughs> majority of it, this Asian lady yeah. that I trained, she came in. She was like, 
oh, I love the group exercise spin class. I sweat so much. You know what? I'm going to drop my training down with you to one time a week. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, because we didn't lose any number on the scale. I was like, what does that have to do? And I told her, if you were 200 pounds, but you look beautiful and you, were, you had the body that you wanted, skinny and whatever it may be, mm-hmm. would the number on the scale matter? She's like, no. I was like, oh. Then, then what's the issue here? Exactly. Yeah. Right. What's the, so, what's the issue? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, she she keeps thinking that like if she does cardio and all this, and she's gonna you know burn all the fat away, and then it's gonna be sustainable. But it's not. It's not sustainable yeah. at all. It's a, it's crazy because it's it's like like you see people do this, and like for people who are like uh, naive or green to exercising and not new to it. When they see people come out of a spin class, they look at them and like, why do they like just work so hard? Yeah, they just work so hard and sweat so much. You know, that was upbeat. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, it'll tell me you just burned, you know, eight hundred calories. Yeah, yeah. You probably didn't. And then they try to do it every single day. Then it ends up being every single day, and then they burn themselves out, and they're recovering for like a whole year. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, that's why you haven't uh, lost any weight. You might still recover from last year. Yeah, from last year, from all the damn spin class you've been taking. So you can't be taking high intensity interval training all the time. All the time, yeah. you cannot do it all the time. So it's funny because we see people in, that, in this gym who do that all the time. It's, it's a regular. Right, right. I have that client right now. That Sarah girl. She used to. She did like every spin class, every high intensity class. Mm-hmm. She didn't see any weight loss change. And then once she started working with me, and we started just adding a little bit of strength training, mm-hmm. then her body adapted right away. Started to change right away. That's good. There's, there's a new stimulus. Yeah. Yeah, you, you. It's like it's, it becomes very uh, cult-like, you know. Yeah, like people yeah. be like, I got to take the spin class. I, I feel like I work so hard. I sweat so much. Whatever. My, right, my right. pants are sweating. My my shirt's sweating. Right. Hair is sweating. My socks are sweating. I'm, I must. I, I had to have lost just ten pounds. Just now. Right, right. And their head does what they think, but in reality, like it is probably the worst thing they can do. You know, right. it's like it's like a black hole. You're just going down there. You just never end. And then you know you and then. You really can't tell them anything because they've been doing this for so long and they've been, they feel like they work so hard and everybody's perception of hard work is like all the sweat. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's like, it's, it's like it's trail of, it's it's like trail of yeah, sweat to the locker room. You take off the, the shirt and it's a different color, you know? <laughs> <laughs> everybody's perception is that you work so hard and like and like you're, you're right. sweating so much and that's their yeah. idea of work, hard work and they had to level those weight. Yeah. But it's like you never, it never dawns on them that like, it doesn't dawn you that every time you step on a scale, the weight has not changed. Exactly. You know, it's like exactly. it's like it's it's not it's. I don't know. I don't really know what to tell them. It's like yeah, they're insane. You know? right, it's right. crazy. Right. But uh, we'll talk about more detail in terms of high intensity interval training and low intensity interval training in different podcasts. So back to the question on um, should you do your cardio before or after your workout? Um, to add on to that, it's definitely depending on your schedule. Um, so if you're busy and you can't get your cardio in um, before or after your workouts or just like if you can't get in right after or right before your workouts, you know, you can do it in the morning, right? So if you have a cardio equipment at home or access to a cardio equipment, uh, you can do cardio in the morning. It doesn't really matter when you do your cardio as long as you get it done. Our answer is just don't do it right before your strength training. True, very true. Yeah. yeah. Like cardio, you can do whatever. It doesn't discriminate as far yeah. as like when you want to. When you right, you burn 500 calories. It doesn't matter. You burn in the morning. You burn it at night. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. You I know burn. people like to do faster cardio. Um, I think there's benefits for people who are like really overweight and want to like tap into maybe use fat as a fuel source. But at the end of the day, it's uh, energy balance, right? So if you do cardio in the morning, do cardio at night. You're not burning more cardio. Or you're not burning more calories in the morning. Exactly. 
Yeah. You know, it's still the same. Yeah, you're your still body, burning your 500 calories. Yeah, your body doesn't work any harder or whatever if you burn, you know, when you fast it. It doesn't really necessarily work. Yeah, I mean, it's using fat as a fuel source, but at the same time, like, if you're eating throughout the day and you end up eating more calories than yeah. what you burn, you're just good. That cardio session was useless. This is useless, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was useless. So that's why you need to do strength training. That's why we need, um, you know, you want to build that sustainable um, muscle foundation exactly. that we talked about earlier in the podcast. As far as, you know, as far as, as like I said, it's, you know, it's, it's efficient, you know, and it's, it's the, it's the foundation of what you, what you need in the gym. And, you know, if you're going to waste a lot of time doing cardio in the beginning, it's, and then you don't have this energy to, to do what's important in the gym, then you kind of almost, you're kind of, you know, working backwards, you know, you want to do what's important first in the gym. Right. And, you know, <laughs> obviously if you have a trainer, they, they can program that well. If you don't. Um, you know that's a little tough, a little tougher road to go go on. But like strength training first, those um, compound movements first, and then move into cardio afterwards. Well, if you want to do any type of cardio, the only cardio I recommend is like some type of uh, really quick explosive cardio. True, very yeah. true as well. That long duration cardio, I believe, is more uh, specific towards like um, marathon runners. Like right. you know, I mean, I think maybe if you need to recover for like a, uh, maybe a steady state kind of cardio kind of day, right. just that. A day of just that, then maybe like a walk in the incline, but like right. I don't really, uh, for people who aren't training for like a long run, I don't really believe in like running for a long period of time if you're not, if you have no intentions of doing it. Yeah, because um, it's just, it's not bad on your, your it's not good on your legs, I mean, yeah. especially if you have poor running form, yeah. which a lot of us do. You know, even I myself, because I don't run too much, I don't know, know what's perfect running form. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's high impact on your knees. Yeah, exactly. you have bad running form. Exactly. It, most people, like I said, most people have bad running form, and then you know, most people talk about running before they work out, um, or just in general. And me, I just like a uphill incline walk. I like I like that as like a steady state yeah. kind of cardio. Walk. Um, yeah, I prefer stairmaster for some of my clients. Yeah. You know, stairmaster. Um, you know, I love to use the aerodyne, the wind bike. That's one thing we, yeah. you know, we go to as well. As far as like right. a very explosive, ten seconds on, kind of like you know, right, right. a very minimal rest time. You know, right. fifty seconds right. off, and we do that. You know, you do that. You always, you know, you increase the volume, increase mm-hmm. the intensity. How right. many sets you do with that as well? Um, you can push the prowler. You know, which a lot, of, which a lot of people do as well. They push, push a sled if you have, if you have that as an access. Um, there's kettlebell swings, yeah, there's yeah. rope slams, there's many different things you can do out there as far as cardio goes, yep. which we like as our favorite form of cardio, you know? Yeah, yeah, because quick, easy, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get in more detail with that when we talk about high-intensity uh, interval training For sure, yeah. type of cardio and low-intensity interval training type of cardio. Exactly. So, answer to that question is, it depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> there's all your questions out there. <laughs> It depends. It, it depends. It depends, ladies and gentlemen. It depends. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> on your goals, on your schedule mainly, yeah. and whatever it is you're trying, you're just trying to achieve. Exactly. All right, so uh, so that concludes today's podcast. This is episode number seven. Hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. Uh, yeah, that was actually a great, great talk. Yeah. Uh, make sure you leave a comment. I think you can leave a comment on... Um, Anchor. Uh, Anchor, I think. Yeah, Anchor you can leave comments on. Yeah. Um, we are now on Google Play Music. Uh, we'll be on Spotify soon, or if it's not Spotify, we'll be on SoundCloud. We'll we'll put this. I got shit. Spotify. Yeah, we'll we'll there. put it on everywhere. We'll put it on everywhere. We just gotta figure out how. Uh, but it's definitely on Google Play Music now, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. So there's no excuses if you have an Android. There's no excuse at all. You search up Rush Out Fitness <laughs> and tell your friends to listen to it. Hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you in the next episode. Don't miss the anabolic window. Yes, and don't miss that anabolic window. <laughs>